This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Kansas State University's Master of Agribusiness program. Learn more at mab.ksu.edu. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A pair of hearings had the beef industry under the microscope Wednesday, with lawmakers looking to address packer consolidation and reacts to recent tough years in the sector. To start things off, a House Ag subcommittee took a broad look at the industry and touched on issues ranging from marketing agreements to processing capacity. A 2019 packing plant fire and the COVID-19 pandemic had many looking at the existing structure of the marketplace and wondering if changes should be made. The Department of Agriculture also announced plans to invest $500 million in new processing capacity. Purdue economist Jason Lusk says plans to expand that capacity should be handled carefully so as to not get ahead of the industry's herd size. So my fear, to be honest, is that we may wake up three years from now and have a bunch of processors that can't affordably operate. Adding more capacity now will, will, you know, in the short run, I think help support cattle prices. But I think what we have to hedge against is, you know, not now, but four or five years from now, when we get those numbers realigned, is make sure you keep an eye out for what's happening. And and are we going to see a series of bankruptcies or, you know, reductions in in plant sizes? There's more on the House hearing in our story on agripulse.com. A separate hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee this afternoon focused on the competition issues of the food supply chain and beef in particular. Iowa auctioneer John Shaben said the so-called black swan events mentioned earlier are getting too much attention. I think the black swan events were a great example of what's broken about the marketing chain in live in live cattle, and and they show the the, the some of the things that need to be changed within this industry. Meat packers JBS and Tyson also testified at the hearing, where National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue said breaking up the so-called Big Four packers should not be out of the question. After weeks of negotiations, a bipartisan Senate group and the White House just may have an infrastructure deal. Lawmakers began discussing the agreement this morning and could take a procedural vote on the measure as early as tonight. According to media reports, broadband funding was among one of the last sticking points, but the bill will preserve the $65 billion in funding that has been expected. Overall, the legislation is expected to come with a price tag of about $1.2 trillion. If the procedural vote clears this evening, the Senate would then need to approve the measure later this week. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. The bill may have dominated the infrastructure conversation recently, but lawmakers began the process of a biannual waterways legislative package today. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Waterway advocates are asking Congress for more investments in inland waterways in the next biannual water funding bill for 2022. Robert McCoy is on the board of directors for the Waterways Council. McCoy says expediting construction projects is vital to improving the economy and environment. Part of the nation that relies upon the waterways to ship its goods both domestically and for the global market, whether it be coal, whether it be fertilizer and grain, it's important for a large piece of the puzzle for for the citizens of the country. And it also is a source for drinking water for a big source of the country. I didn't get an opportunity to stress that enough is that the locks and dams create pools of water that the major metropolitan areas draw from drinking water. He he praised cost share adjustments in the 2020 Water Resources Development Act. The bill adjusted the cost share from 50% of the Inland Waterways Trust Fund and 50% of the General Revenues Fund 
to 65% of general revenues and 35% of IWTF to fund projects. McCoy made his comments during a Senate Environment and Public Works Committee hearing earlier today. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Kansas State University's Master of Agribusiness program is not your average MBA. We are a business-focused master's degree for professionals in food, animal health, and agribusiness. We blend online learning with face-to-face opportunities so you can gain the skills you need to make better decisions on the farm or in the boardroom. Visit mab.ksu.edu. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.